It is Wednesday, August 21st, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. And after taking Monday's series opener, the Rail Riders fell yesterday to the Pawtucket Red Sox for just the second time this season. Rail Riders now 6-2 and two against the Paw Sox here in 2019. The game began on the right foot for Scranton Wilkesbury as Terrence Gore doubled down the first base line and the throw into second base got away from the shortstop CJ Chatham. So Gore was able to pop up and advance to third base and that's where Key stood with one out. The next man up, Clint Frazier. Here's the toss to Clint Frazier. Line drive left center field RBI base hit. Frazier will get to first and stop. He'll take the single. Gore scores and the Rail Riders have a one to nothing lead. The Rail Riders had that early 1-0 lead, but it would be short-lived, and Pawtucket really would not look back. In the third inning, the Paw Sox plated three runs, two on a double by C.J. Chatham and one on an RBI single by Jansen Witte. The next inning, Gorky's Hernandez with a double, an RBI double scoring a run, and that put Pawtucket on top 4-1. They made it 6-1 going into the bottom of the sixth inning, but scranton Wilkesbury started to Turned the engine a little bit. It was a leadoff double by Kyle Higashioka, and then up stepped Trey Ambergy. He's working the crowd, doing his job. Absolutely. And water. The 3-1 pitch, swing, and a loud fly ball right field, driven the other way. Castillo goes back. He's at the wall, and this ball is in play. It's bobbled out in right field as Ambergy hits second, goes to third, and it's an RBI extra base hit for Trey Ambergy. Kyle Higashioka scores. The Rail Riders trail 6-2 here in the bottom of the sixth inning. So the Rail Riders were rallying. Ambergy later came home to score on an RBI single by Mandy Alvarez. And Rail Riders had the tying run up. The bases were loaded. There was one away, but then Wendell Riho hit into an inning-ending double play. And the Rail Riders settled for 6-3 going into the seventh inning. Pawtucket added a run in the ninth, so did the Rail Riders in the bottom half, but never truly threatened, never brought that tying run up. The Rail Riders fell 7-4 Tuesday night before 7,510 fans at PNC Field. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to sit down with the top pitching prospect in the Yankees organization. Yep, 20-year-old right-hander Davey Garcia joins us on the pregame show and on the podcast for the first time this season. Our very own Joe Basile had a chance to chat with Davey, and it was defensive coach Julio Bourbon doing the translating. So the first voice you'll hear is Bourbon. The question was, how has your transition gone from double-A up here to triple-A? He's, he's learned tremendously from all the way to preparing for games to understanding hitters who are more advanced and what they're trying to do at the plate and, and just understanding what are their deficiencies at the plate to be able to attack them. When you look at your last time out, obviously coming out of the bullpen, but still five hitless innings down against Gwinnett, what was working for you in that game and, and kind of how do you feel like, I guess, what you've been working on here has allowed you to, to find some more success lately? Te pregunta que obviamente en la salida más reciente saliste del bullpen y tiraste sin contrato en blanco. He just focused on, you know, having a good outing. He he felt like things were kind of in a good place that day, and he was able to execute and, and put himself in that spot to have that good outing that day. We're here with Rail Riders starting pitcher Davey Garcia on the pregame show, and what have been a couple of things that you've worked on with Tommy Phelps here to, to continue to refine your game and be able to, to take that next step? Que cuál han sido las cosas, obviamente, en el tiempo que tú tienes aquí, que, en lo que tú te has enfocado con, con Tommy para poder dar ese, ese paso siguiente a la gran carpa. 
stay on his legs a little more to be able to drive and execute a little more his pitches. Overall, it's just being, being able to find consistency with his repertoire. The, uh, all pitches, he wants to be able to execute a little more and be able to take advantage of, like you said earlier, the, the, the hitters. And since here is a lot less room for error to be able to, to take advantage of, of some of those guys' weaknesses. And at just 20 years old, you, you've really kind of, again, taken that next step even in the prospect. You, you, you burst on the scene last year and this year, taking that kind of next step and getting a lot of attention. How have you handled that this year with a lot of distractions from off the field? He's always been in, in, that, in that position all the way from being in school all the way through the minors and being in levels where everything's been him being one of the youngest guys. So he's been in that environment where you know, he's been around older guys. So he's kind of gotten used to that and understanding that he's just a guy who's going to be able to go out there and focus on things that he needs to do on a daily basis to be able to give himself the best chance. And, and that's been his mentality no matter where he's been in the rankings. And even today, he still approaches that way, and that's kind of what's been able to allow him to, to be successful. You've gotten a lot of comparisons throughout your career to guys, whether it's Luis Severino or even Pedro Martinez, some people have thrown out. Who have been some guys that, you know, when you were little, you, you looked up to just from a pitching standpoint? From when he was little, it was Pedro Martinez. Obviously now watching the guys, Severino and Domingo Herman are guys that he still looks up to and admires and tries to, like, learn from and uh, it's something that even from when he was little he always had people compare him a little bit because of his size and and how he was able to 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 pitch with with Pedro that was one of the guys from when he was a kid that he always kind of grew up admiring and and aspiring to be have you gotten a chance to to meet or talk to Pedro at all in your career just some comments on Instagram that he's made but nothing directly or in person that they've ever had to to, to talk to one on one. And just kind of one final question for you here before we let you go. You're with Rail Riders pitcher Davey Garcia, defensive coach Julio Probone translating. What are your goals for the rest of this season? Obviously, only a couple of weeks left in the regular season, but what in your mind do you have to do to, to kind of finish strong here? Like you said, pretty much overall finish strong. And he understands, obviously, being at this level, the next step is the big leagues. And obviously, as nice as that would be, it's something that he knows he wants to be able to finish healthy the season and, and, and finish strong overall, being able to, to be in a place where he feels go- very happy and comfortable going into the offseason. Big thanks to Julio for being a willing co-conspirator on that pregame interview. And thanks to Davey Garcia for certainly taking time out of his busy schedule to join us as well. Thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. We've got first pitch in game three of a four-game series between the Pawtucket Red Sox and the Rail Riders. That begins at 7.05 in pregame coverage with Adam Marco and me begins at 6.35 on the Rail Riders radio network, the TuneIn radio app, and on the MILB first pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.